D&D After Dark is a Dungeons and Dragons podcast starring four semi-professional actors, three of them full-time parents. Previously, on Dark Was the Night. While Walker, Armstrong, and Johansson attempted to find the copy of the Necronomica. In the London Enquirer, the trio found the hidden messages from Josiah Crane, an American associate of Dr. Mickey Johansson. They followed the clues to the Rosewood Inn in Kent. There, they located the American, but not before Armstrong himself was set upon by drunken ruffians who quickly learned the definition of honor and he his powerful commitment to the physical form. While the Necronomicon may be lost to the ages, its Latin translation, the Sussex Manuscript, is attainable and the description Jules Walker gave is enough for Josiah Crane, descendant of one Ichabod, to be able to divine its location back in the greater London area. However, traveling under nightfall is expressly forbidden to the American Josiah Crane, so it is with eagerness, anticipation, and no small amount of trepidation that the assembled party spends the night in the Rosewood. What happens next? Let's find out on tonight's episode of Dark Was the Night. The morning of October the 4th. Tomorrow. Here in Kent, a few hours north of the greater London boroughs, in the warm, if not slightly, uh, country-esque atmosphere of the Rosewood Tavern and Inn. The sun begins its uh, steady climb through the sky, trying to peek over the horizon. Later and later it comes, as we are now well past the autumnal equinox. Various knocks at the first shine of dawn would come upon each of your various doors, whether the occupants inside have begun the day or not. So, with that being said, my dear friend, Major Armstrong, at what time would you have begun your morning exercises? Four in the morning. Four in the morning, so while it is still, in fact, dark out mm -hmm. by a substantial yes. margin. And Butterfingers, as you get up, is exactly where you last left him. Still hanging? Still hanging from the belts. Off of, the, off the door frame. Uh, luckily, he's not upside down, so it's not as if the blood has rushed to his head. Um, but at this point in time, he probably is at least half an inch taller. Okay. Um, <laughs> Poor guy. I'm going to, uh, like, briskly just <laughs> fling the blanket off me. <sighs> yes, it's time for a good... <laughs> well done, young Butterfingers. What's his actual name? It's Bailey's... Um, it was another alcohol. Uh... I don't have it off the top of my head. But. Jägermeister, well done. <laughs> and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, just help him, you know, like grab him and like pull, him, pull him down. His arms are probably just like yeah. totally <laughs> stuck up. <clears throat> morning, sir. Good morning. Um, so, what was the point of this exercise? Do not you feel yourself elongated, taller, grown more masculine? I feel a lot of things right now, sir. Yes. Now, let us stretch those arms and put them to good use uh, on a good, brisk run. Wait, what? what? Oh, 
was. Uh, and uh, I'm gonna take you know five minutes and change into some lighter gear to mm-hmm. go work out. Excellent. And uh, whether he's ready or not, I'm gonna just grab him and be like, "Come." What the sir? Excellent. So that is what began at <laughs> four in the morning, well before dawn. Um, so when Josiah Crane eventually does go to your door at probably about um, probably about six fifteen. Um, will y'all have returned? Yeah. Okay. Excellent. So perhaps already start scrounging around for breakfast down below. Yep. Uh, leaving a fair amount of pound notes, or not pound notes, but shillings, probably for mm-hmm. the sheer amount of eggs that yes. you have oh, yeah. consumed. Oh, yeah. um, roughly the size of a barge. Um, <laughs> uh, probably what, like five shillings? Uh, that would definitely more than cover any cost. Oh, we'll do, we'll do four shillings then. Perfect. Um, that's very considerate. Uh, Jules Walker, you know what I'm going to ask you for. May I please have a constitution saving throw? Oh, what? This is the wrong character sheet. Sorry. Uh, yeah, this is going to be 21. Whoa, Whoa. dang! Dang. Um, remind me uh, how long it's been since you've last had a dose of medicine. Because the last one you had was the one you got from that new apothecary the, at Good Humors. Which um, we were seeing if it was any good. Right. And it, it has proven itself to be Pretty quite good. effective. Um, I just can't remember if it's been three days or if it's been four days. Well... I feel like uh, it was October 1st. It was Sunday. October The 1st? first thing I wrote was I need to get more medicine. Okay, so it's been three days. Um, so that's perfect. Uh, I will say that, um, and I will make note of this as well, um, starting tomorrow, you will be needing to make them with disadvantage. But for okay. today, the three-day efficacy has held up big time. Um... Excellent. So, Jules Walker, uh, with a 21 and not coughing up any blood or phlegm, um, what roughly, roughly at what time do you think you would be up, up and about? Well, my hearing is tomorrow, isn't it? It is. So, mm-hmm. I'm up early. I want to okay. get, I want to get Pat safe. So, that... so, before dawn or at dawn? Uh, when does dawn come? 6.15. Um, at dawn. At dawn? Okay. So, literally... At 6.15, as the sun has started to peak over the horizon, it is more than enough to uh, rest you from your uh, slightly weary state, um, though not sick or sickened, which is a fantastic change of pace. And as you are fully roving up for the day, having making sure that your harness is well secured, your gun is loaded and cleaned, um, missing your jacket still, because it's... It's gone, and of course you don't have any spares with you, but that's okay, because you do have probably at least one or two left at home. As you reach for the door, you do hear a immediately on the other side of it. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm just making sure that everyone is up and about. We are, we are officially burning daylight. I was about to come to your door, so... Oh. Ah! Ms. Walker, I see that you're... I'm not going to let him do that. My, my door is still tripwired. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, you see that the doorknob is starting to jiggle. Oh, wait. I'll what? undo my trap. It, 
Are you on decent? No, unlock it. No, it was. N- never mind. Go ahead. Ah, good. I see that you're all set to go. That's fantastic. More often than not, people are not really that ready to start when the day starts. And truly, as the days are getting shorter, it means that there's less time to be active. So, um, can't believe I just touched that. Uh, you see that he takes out a handkerchief and is immediately <laughs> wiping down his hands. Um, I'm off to go wake the doctor. Uh, I do believe that uh, Armstrong and his son, I suppose, are... It's... Um... <laughs> <laughs> it's just an apprentice. Ah, I was going to be a little confused as I really don't see a family resemblance. Armstrong and it's son. Uh, oh my God. I'll meet you downstairs. Great, fantastic. Um, yes. Uh, it's quite far away, so we're going to have to... Yes. And you see him dart down uh, the hallway towards Mickey. Um, Mickey, at what time are you normally roused? So Mickey has been up since before the sun okay. rose. He woke up, I don't know what the lo- longitude of this place is, but... Uh, I guess actually the latitude of this place is, um, and longitude. What time does the sun come up? Six fifteen. At six fifteen. So he's been up probably since like four. Oh wow. Okay. So you probably would have even heard Definitely. Armstrong and uh, Butterfingers. He may have heard them, but he did not notice really. Okay. Um, he, if you remember, has his bed up against the door. True. Um. But from his bed, he's been able to see the stars mm-hmm. and the sun rising. Beautiful. Um, Is this before dawn rising a commonality for Dr. Mickey? Yes. Gotcha. He doesn't sleep well. Understandable. Um, so, yeah, so he's just sort of leaning there against the door when they come to Excellent. knock. Um as you yourself as said. So you're still in bed. You've just been up for a couple hours? Yeah, I've just been up. Okay. Yeah, I'm just sitting there against the door, staring out the window Excellent. at the stars, the, the night sky turning into the sunrise. And I can see the sun coming up. I also, while you're using this time, I want you to give me an occult check, which would be your arcana and then plus five. Arcana plus five. Wait, my Arcana? Yep. Mm-hmm. Plus five? Yep. What? A, but with my plus already? The plus from your Arcana, and then plus five. Okay. And that is the so that, Oh, I didn't mean to do that. Uh, 16. 16? Excellent. Um, with that, uh, you do turn your mind to the candle circle that you saw that Josiah had enacted the previous night. Um, you have known of his abilities for some time, uh, mostly through your correspondence and through your brief time together at the Miskatonic University in Boston, or I should say north of Boston. But research and exchanging of information is one thing. Seeing it in practice is another thing entirely. And today may prove very fruitful for observing this unique phenomenon. Um, With that, you do feel the door slightly uh, against your bed. Doctor? 
Mickey, are you awake? And Mickey is going to respond. Uh, have you ever looked at the night sky turn into the sunrise? Is this a poetic musing, Mickey, or are you asking me a practical question? You know that every star is just another sun. And most of them are actually probably bigger than ours. Did you know that you could fit 1.3 million Earths inside of our sun? I don't know how you could possibly know that, but I'll take your word for it. For good God, man, are you still in bed? We're so small. Carriage is leaving in ten, whether you're in it or not. Proceed away. Um, as you all convene in the lower floor of the Rose uh, Rosewood Tavern, um, you see once again the kind of grizzled uh, woman, mistaken for a man, mistaken for a woman, mistaken for a man again uh, from the previous night. Um, already hard at work. Uh, cooking up a whole brace of sausages as, you know, your mid-morning snack. Mm. Um, one of the six meals that you take over the course of the day. Um, and, uh... I just want a brace of sausages. Now oh, she turns to you, and she says, Is this a wee bit heavy for you first thing in love, first thing in the morning, love, or uh, will this do you just fine? Do you have, um, coffee? Ah, of course. And I'll just take, like, a scone or a biscuit or something. Bless your heart. Um, I'll see what I can wrestle with in regards to biscuits. It may be a bit tough, though. That's all right. Um, I'm tough. <laughs> she ducks into the bag. Uh, the importance of protein as a good starting meal cannot be overstressed. I have not had coffee yet, so don't mm. start with me. You do feel a little tough <clears throat> next to you. Uh, you see Butterfingers. Uh, full sausage, just like partially sticking out of his mouth. He he looks full, which is shocking, and he looks like he's about to be sick. And he's going, please, uh, oh, I think I'm about to throw up. Mind of a matter. I've already <laughs> eaten my weight and sausages, sir. <sighs> anyway, um, Jules is a bit serious about that with the without the coffee business. I um. I would, I would just give a give a space. I've got your back, Jules. Thanks. Oh, I, st I talked to you. Sorry, sorry. Oh, goes back to shoving sausages <laughs> in space. Um, breakfast is a uh, brief matter. Um, you see uh, that a plate with a single sausage and a single egg is put in front of Josiah, and um, he looks at the plate, this pure disgust written all over his face, and he goes. Um, I would like to inspect your kitchen first before I consume any of your wares. And you're not going to go look in the kitchen. You're going to eat. We've got to go. Or you're going to go hungry. Uh, pushing the plate away. I've gone without food before. I can 
easily do it again. Besides, I do think you're I gonna eat it, or Mr. Armstrong is gonna force you. We I need you on your game. I must stress. Two grams of protein per every pound per every kilogram of muscle. A sausage is only nine grams. Uh, fun fact: in Victorian times, the unit of measurement was actually pounds. Awesome! Yeah. One gram of protein per pound. <laughs> I like how it's going metric. And... Um, okay, uh, why don't y'all? Give me a cooperative intimidation check. Uh, Jules, <clears throat> if uh, you want to jump in on that, you most certainly can as well. That is a uh, 19. Okay. And if the idiot isn't going to go hungry. That's my perspective. I don't feel like you need to intimidate. You just need to stand there. I need to do the intimidation. Okay. Um, between the two of you, you just kind of... Tasty. Um, and Mickey is only eating uh, eggs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, there's a scarce number of them, but you. you I've eaten most of them. Full. <clears throat> well, I mean to say, no, no sausage. Gotcha. I'm with you now. Um, seven minutes later, caffeinated, with a couple of uh, kind of. Slightly stale biscuits, and mm. by biscuits I mean actual biscuits as opposed to biscuit the cookie. Um, Sorry, all of our British Isle listeners. Yes, I don't mean to call them actual biscuits, just American biscuits. He's, he's uh. clarifying for me, who is an American. Thank you. I you are? Just, I will just dip them in the coffee. Oh my, Dunkin' Donuts style. Okay, I like it. Well, if they're stale. It's true, they are quite tacky. Um... Uh, you make your way out to the very impressive uh, carriage of, um, of Armstrong, and you see uh, Josiah take a position so that he's directly behind you, um, and he turns to the two of you, and he holds out a map. Mm. Uh, and he says, if you could just hold the corners, please. Please? Yes, I'm holding it. I'm holding it. Yeah, I'm um, holding it. Excellent. Great. Um, okay. So, and then he closes his eyes and he kind of holds one of his gloved hands above the map. All right, start going, just start on a southeasternly heading. uh, Do you really need the map to divine? Your eyes are closed. Don't you just know which... Do I, I'm sorry, do you see me telling you how to talk about stars and nonsense? No, I trust you to your practical field. All right. Thank you, Doctor. Almost like a Ouija board. You see as um, his hand starts to sway over the map. For a moment, you're not sure if it's just that he's jostling with the carriage as these are rather bumpy uh, bumpy roads. Um, but at last, uh, you realize that the way that his wrist is moving is not in uniform with any of the natural movements. It's instead just being slowly guided. Scroll, scroll further down. Uh, open up more of the map, please. Uh. Good God, man! Can't you keep this any more steady? I'm attempting it's to do my very best. Very high up in the air that I'm holding it. Otherwise, the top will fold over. A cobblestone road is not as 
smooth as one would like. I'm going to lean down to Butterfingers and go, <clears throat> The Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn is often prone to bouts of theatrics. Pay it no mind. I'm going to have Butterfingers do an insight check mm -hmm. with you, sir. Uh, nope, that's only a ten. So That seems accurate. Yeah. The role he should get. Um, so he, he is going to look at you kind of confusedly for a moment. Um, though, actually, I may require y'all's help for just a brief moment. Butterfingers... I don't think he's seen anything. I don't think he's seen anything. Mm -mm. He knew that the doll was creepy, but I don't think he's he creepy. saw... creepy. He wasn't there for it. Yeah. Spiker was there for Spiker that. was there. Oh, yeah, of course Spiker Butterfingers, and Butterfingers right. knows that something's weird with the kids being yeah. killed by dolls, but he doesn't know... Well, he doesn't... As far he doesn't know it was by the dolls, so the exactly. doll maker. So he doesn't know anything. He doesn't know any of the occult stuff. Interesting. Things just got a hell of a lot more interesting. Okay. <laughs> You're in good company, yep. Major Armstrong. So he's just kind of go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that like an adult thing? Just feeling the need to... It's, uh... There is a <clears throat> group of adults that like to continue to pretend, and it's comforting to do so with others. I'll take your word for it, Major. You and I are here to help protect those from outsiders who would do them harm. Oh. So we're like, um, we're like coppers, but more important. Yes, exactly. Well, Some people don't understand these games that they play and would want to do them harm. So we help protect them and maintain their illusion. And, and Jules and Mr. Patrick are, are part of these pretend games? Give me a perception check. <clears throat> I believe Mr. Patrick has recently been uh, initiated into this group. 21. You hear every word that's going on. Um, Butterfingers is just going to go, I don't know if I like the idea of Mr. Patrick playing pretend too much. He, he doesn't. Oh. He, he doesn't play or he doesn't play too much? Best not to confront them about it. Right, right. Don't do mine, Jules. We're keeping watch. It's good stuff. And remember, it is Miss Walker. Miss Walker. I feel like Armstrong's going to adopt Butterfingers. I am. I am going to adopt Butterfingers. So, so. <laughs> What's going through Jules' I mind? love Butterfingers so She's much. Annoyed, but... In general or at this interaction? At this interaction. Okay. What? Why? So I'm being so respectful. While all this is happening, he's still divining And what's being insinuated back. about what's going on. And Butterfingers deserves to know better, but... And to have a better understanding of what's going on, but now is not the time. Okay. Um, finally, you see that uh, Josiah has asked you to stop scrolling the map, as it were. Um, and uh, I mean, really scrolling, right? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. That's, that's I mean, that's where the word <laughs> came yeah, from, just... right? It's scrolling up. Um, and you see that uh, his uh, hand has come to touch on a single point on his middle finger uh, on a... Another 
kind of small outlying town, uh, kind of just knocking on the door of the Greater London area called Stamford Hill. Presumably uh, about a half a day away. Uh, roughly, because if you you could either you could either uh, take the risk of going through London and um, hitting traffic and, and, and hitting traffic, but taking the shortcut or hugging the outside country roads of the of the Greater London area, in which case then the uh, timing will be consistent, but longer. Okay. So, um, as the finger finally comes to rest on uh, Stamford Hill, uh, Josiah slumps, and he's looking quite pale. All of a sudden, he has uh, just sweat dripping uh, off of every pore on his face. And he goes, I hope you marked the location, because I... It's going to be a little while longer before I can resume my auger. Well, aren't you glad you ate now? Yes, quite. I will say that I've truly enjoyed the heartburn and the acid reflux from that undercooked sausage. I'm certain that's going to do just fine. How for old my are stomach. you? I fail to see how my age. You're acting younger than he is. Grow up. Give me a. Just give me a straight charisma check. Twelve. Twelve. Okay. <laughs> Natural one. Mm. Um, he's he seems a little cowed by that. He looks like he's about to retort, and then there's just something in your eyes that makes him reconsider, and he just kind of slumps back and says, I'm taking a nap. Uh, don't let me sleep for more than two hours, please. Shall we Shall we go? So, um, so, uh, Josiah, uh, not Josiah, Dr. Mickey, um, explains the destination in mind. It is up to the three of you how you wish to approach the problem. Uh, as it stands, um, looking at the map, Major Armstrong, you know that if you stick to the outskirts of London and uh, travel by country roads, less traffic, um, but you will probably be looking at at least six hours of uh, carriage riding. Um, it is early, though. It is, it is early. Uh, at this point in time, it's night and 6.30, so you know that you could roughly arrive at the location probably by about uh, half afternoon. Hmm. We, we could make it there by midday. And how fast would it be if we went the, through the city? Uh, if you went through the if you went through the city, uh, assuming that um, traffic okay. and nothing else uh, untoward occurs, you could probably shave two and a half, maybe even three hours off of that. But I would recommend, since uh, the Baroness Adama Bot, we had to. Did I know it was Adama Bot? Um, no. She, since, since I did, you say Baroness? <clears throat> since we were I tailed. Okay. okay. Since since the Baroness. Tailed us yesterday. I would say to yeah. avoid. I agree because she had as, the book stolen from her. As much as I'd like to, she's looking for save it. time. I don't want to have to deal with that. So yeah, I think we take the longer road. All right. Well, hop in. Right. Um, have you stopped? 
No. We, well, they, we haven't even started yet. We were, oh, no, you had. No, we, we, we this was in the back oh, of it. Yep, this was I thought that we were on the No, he said, uh, he, yeah, you were oh. on the road. I thought we were just standing We're on the, we're on the road oh, no. side he of said, the He hotel. said, start heading south, southeast, oh, and then he was man, just I was hoping that anymore. the woman that was uh, in the inn was going to run out and be like, Miss, uh, what's the, what's uh, Josiah? Mr. Crane. Josiah, Mr. Crane. don't Crane. forget your biscuits. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then we were going to force him to eat those. but uh, you, for, you forced him the sausage. So well, we were going to force him to eat some biscuits as well. Gotcha. Uh, the, you know what? Well, you know what? We can retcon that and say that that's exactly that's what happened. That's why. Yeah. Now he has worse heartburn. Excellent. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. Uh, Miss Emily, why don't you go ahead and roll a 20 for me? Okay. Just a neat exactly. You don't roll a twenty. It's game over. For <laughs> oh, that's so that's nice. a ten. She's okay. dead. That's half as good. All right. As so a uh, ten means that I use this chart. Crap. Do I have? Okay. Um... Soar, go ahead and roll me a d eight, please. D eight. One. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> don't make that face. I rolled a white dragon. <laughs> In Victorian London, I rolled a white dragon. Uh, no. <laughs> no, we're Stop. screwed. I hate this. You're not screwed. You're not screwed. Have I ever led you wrong? Yes. Yeah. That's patently false. These characters have died four times. Yeah, three times. Oh well, if we're talking overall campaigns, then it's more than four. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, he's already lost four in the current campaign. I've lost three in the current campaign. <laughs> it's the same. <laughs> Thank you. One of them came Very back much. at least once and then was killed again. <laughs> okay. Uh, as you are uh, passing through Hornsey, um, about a third of the way through the journey, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> you're noticing that uh, Hornsey must have gotten some fairly heavy rain lately. Um, these roads are a <laughs> tad bit muddy. Uh, and the horse, yes? We're going to have to ford the river, aren't we? No, you're not going to have, this is no. not I've Oregon got dysentery. Trail. This is not Oregon Trail. Snake bite. <laughs> I hate everyone and everything. Um, uh, uh, specifically, uh, going, uh, through the junction of Bottom Wood in, uh, Hornsey, uh, you, just all of a sudden feel as if the carriage is Ugh, getting crumbs. more and more sloggy. Yep. Ooh, sloggy. Um, with that, that uh, Armstrong, crumbs. go ahead and give me either a survival check or an animal handling check. About the same. Oh. Right, let's see. I want to double check my features and traits. Do I have anything I can do to help that? This would be uh, approximately about 8.30 in the morning. You say that I can't do something. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong character. You're looking at the wrong character? Are you looking at Carl? I am. (laughs) I'm like, that's not me. Something seems too good about this character. There we go. Loose. There we go. Major Armstrong. Nope. Too sad. Much better. Hello, Major Armstrong. Animal handling. So, oh gosh, yeah. So. Oh, looking at Carl made me so happy, and now looking at Carl and Lewis. Okay, do you have something that can help us? I have something that can. Okay. Fix the problem. Okay. So, uh, 
Mickey's gonna raise, the, wave his hand, and, um, and, uh, what's this? This? Oh, um, no have you tapped on it to read the actual Let's see here. description right. of the ability rather than Let's the two-word name of it? Oh, I know. <laughs> you know what it is. Uh, no! <laughs> What'd you roll there, buddy? Uh, four minus one. Trace. And it doesn't matter, either one, survival or animal handling, is both negative one, so. Okay. I'll tell you what, these are your horses. If you're doing animal handling, I'll make you look to make it with advantage. Hey, that's better. Seven. Okay, so, um... You start to feel, uh... <laughs> the carriage is coming <laughs> to basically a halt, and you are starting to feel the... Uh, front left side of it, basically the side that uh, Alex is sitting on, starting to just digging, just slipping him, sink into the mud a bit. Oh, Mickey, okay, uh, have you got? Uh, is it is it appropriate? I think so. Okay, walk yeah. me through it. So um, Mickey is going to wave his hand and uh, use some telekinesis. Okay. Uh, um, so, um, but he's not going to let people see it. That will, we will certainly determine that, won't we? He's going to try not to. Yeah. Um, too much, because he doesn't want to scare everybody. Um, if uh, So, let's see. As an action, you target one loose object that is large or smaller, or one willing creature other than yourself. If you can see the target... I will say that this is a large object that you are in. Yeah, and it is within 30 feet of you. Yep, okay. You can move it up to 30 feet. To an unoccupied space, you can see. Um, okay. So I think he's just going to basically move it at the same speed that they're going. I like but it. But just sort of lift the wheels out yeah. of the mud. I like it a lot. Give me a sleight of hand check. Okay. I can help you if you bring me in on that it. That is a... Yes, I... Well, I, I, I don't think he... I think you're one of the people he's trying to hide it from. Well, uh, I'm just... I, I know about yeah, this stuff. Yeah, she already knows. Okay. Because, like, I can... Yeah, it I does, can so anyway, just, it's a nat one, so he didn't hide it okay. at all. He was but, just like... But, but if oh. I'm helping you, <laughs> yeah. then you can roll with advantage. Are well, you right they, next to me? Just, so the thing is... Yeah, is we're that sitting in the same carriage. In the carriage, Josiah is asleep. Oh. She's the only one that's awake with you in the carriage. Oh, well, then never mind. It's just me and Butterfinger. Because, like, well, Butterfinger. like, you can do the thing, oh, and I can, Oh, because you guys like... are up front. Well, then it doesn't matter. I'm just going to wait. Okay. I didn't realize that they were both... I thought... Oh, I thought you were trying to I thought hide was... it from the populace. No, no, no. I mean, I'm in there. I thought that okay. uh, Butterfingers oh, gotcha. was in there. Yeah, no. And I didn't want to totally gotcha. freak him out. Totally. Uh, so, yeah, no, I'm... No, then so I just wait. So, you start to feel the carriage sinking into the mud, and Mickey... Does another one of his uh, little hand motions, and Jules, once again, you're just straight up clocking it, and you feel the carriage lift just the tiniest bit. Uh, Major Armstrong, um, give me a quick uh, perception, I guess is the best way of putting it. Okay. I'm so perceptive. Just can't handle animals. It's 19. 19? Beautiful. So. All of a sudden, you went exactly <clears throat> from starting to sink in, going, oh, not again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Unfortunately, oh, not an uncommon problem. so often. 
Yeah, but even though they they, they built it exactly to your specifications, yes. you still, find out new problems with your designs yes. after every issue. It still is <clears throat> not a matter of being able to carry my weight, but to be able to support on the ground. Distribute. Yes, the distribution uh, properties are just not quite. Um, all of a sudden, the sinking halts, and you do hear a faint sound as the wheel is seemingly lifted ever so slightly out of the mud. You see the horses pulling, and the other wheels start turning again, but as you take a brief moment to just kind of look at the wheel to make sure it's not damaged, you could be mistaken, but there was a brief moment where it just seemed to lift out of the mud itself, not spin out of the mud, but just straight lift and then continue on. Jules hmm. is going to look at Mickey and say, that's a good trick. Well, there are some things that you need to know to survive. Strike of good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. All right, uh, because of uh, Mickey's uh, nifty little trick, uh, what could have been uh, an hour delay, uh, was only a five-minute delay, so you are nice. still dang son. Well, that was awesome. Well on track. That was fantastic. Nice. The first leg of the journey through Hornsney, Horn Hornsey, uh, successfully done. Uh, you are now at uh, eight thirty-five. Soar, go ahead and roll me a d twenty. Second leg of the journey. Oh, yours. Oh, mine's good though. Twenty. There. 20? Oh, I'm glad you didn't do mine. Yeah, twenty. Uh, Oops, not sorry. only, Flapping. oh, it's fine. Not <laughs> only, <laughs> <do> you... <laughs> sorry, you're right. We do. We we need to like get one of those horn buttons for exactly just that, like the staples. That was easy, or the goat scream. They button. must have one, they just do. like a little. <laughs> yeah. Also, um, we can switch it out for the like. You, you ever play that game uh, with the buzzer? Pop it. No, no, the buzzer where it, uh, where you're like it's basically like charades. And moving yeah. on. <laughs> um. The uh, trip Not through, you, everybody. through no, Southern okay. Tottenham. It felt direct. Uh, <laughs> the trip through Southern Tottenham uh, is so smooth that you actually shave a half hour off your overall time. Nice. Um, Taboo. <laughs> um, which finally brings us to the third and final uh, scope of the journey. Um, to where did you go? The sheriff of Rottenham. Alright, um, going straight south from Tottenham, uh, boring on uh, Walthamston, and finally getting into Stoke Newington, which is where Stamford Hill is. Uh, Joe, roll us a d20. It's uh, 10.05. Oh, wait, a d20 for what? Just a d20. Oh, 17. 17? Okay, that's positive. Means we get a positive encounter. We find a big Excellent. bag of money. Yay. <laughs> um, You're pretty see, rich already. You rolled a d8. So Emily, go ahead and roll me a d6, please. No. Okay, her d6 Five. is really nice. Five. Yeah, told you. Okay. Um, as uh, you are beginning that uh, southerly trek to um, Stoke Newington, New <laughs> Stoke Newton. Sorry, guys. The oh. the the. It's right Fox, next to Fig the Newton. The fonts on this map are ridiculous, and there's also just like a surplus of obscuring blocks. Anywho. You know what is also ridiculous? This rendition of Paint It Black. 
I know. Yes, then I when he was it. playing it the last time. <laughs> I love it. I like it. I know, it's just really funny that it's, it's painted it's black. Very funny, yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was good travel. It's <laughs> delightful. Sorry, that's um, on me. That's on me. Go ahead. Yeah, it is on you. Um, the carriage is now on you. That's what happened. No, I'm joking. Um, no, you... As you uh, finally start coming into more of the populated area, uh, finally re-entering the greater boroughs of London, uh, the smell of warm bakeries and mm -hmm. of, uh, fresh yes. pastries begin to waft through the mid-morning uh, busy thoroughfares uh, in this uh, area of London. And as you finally begin to crest over at Stanford Hill, um, you uh, all receive a point of inspiration. What? Um, from the, uh, just the sheer pleasantness of this journey. We all got that? that you all got great. that. Great! Uh, nice. On top of that, um... It's not just this? Yeah, the little top thing. Just remember that and you get on a, top of you that, get a jewels, uh, extra d20 when you want it. And I, I still got one of those on Orion. I still got one of those on Corn Dream. Eight three points of sandy. Nice! Yeah. Hey, if only I'd rolled higher. If only you'd roll higher, but oh well. This is a nice me. place. Isn't it? As you reach Stanford Hill, uh, Josiah, who has long since been roused from his slumber, uh, anticipatorily, um, kind of cautiously looks out the window and he goes, appears to be midday exactly, so we have roughly, roughly about seven and a half hours left of sunlight to work with. So uh, let's conclude your business here quickly, and then I suppose... As long as we're finding it in before nightfall, I should be fine. Excellent. Um, okay. Uh, Major! Yes? Go forward another 200 feet or so? Uh, very well. Nope, stop! <laughs> Is he using the map right now? Nope. At this point in time, he's... So you don't need the map right now? We are close enough. This is now just kind of a... You know how a bat uses echolocation? I what? do. Oh, um, bats... No, I don't care. Fair enough. We can actually tell how old the universe is by listening to the refractions of sound throughout the universe. That is fascinating, but we're on a time limit. Yes. Um, he looks over, poking his head out of the carriage. He sees uh, a collection of different shops and uh, various domiciles, as well as a, uh, a four-story uh, collection of buildings that appear to be uh, public housing, for the most part. Uh, one of them is called The Farmer's Daughter, and it is a, uh, a pub on the first floor. <laughs> it's a great name. Thank you. Um, <laughs> It is directly next to that fresh bakery that was just emitting the most scrumptious of scents. Um, and uh, that's simply called uh, Rising Rye. Um, scrumptious. Yes, scrumptious. Rising Rye, Farmer's Daughter. Yeah. And he says, it's above us, 
somewhere in this vicinity. Ah, uh, that's that's all. It's 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 <clears throat> might one I of these two buildings. Might I suggest that Butterfingers, young Butterfingers, and I investigate the farmer's daughter, while the two of you go into the rising rye. Perhaps it's up there on the second floor at that store called the Flippin' Focaccia. Ah. Well, I'd... Flippin' Focaccia. Yeah. It's yeah. there. It's there. It's there it's now. There. It's there now. It's I canon. keep it It's it. canon. Perfect. It's canon. Okay, great. Um, so the, the flapjack on the, uh, on the second floor. Um, you guys are so proud of yourselves. Um, so. Just having fun. Why don't uh, Jules and Soar, uh, why don't you guys each roll a d20, whoever has the higher one, that's who we'll start with. We're gonna win. Nineteen. Nineteen. Okay, we will start with Miss Walker and uh, Doctor Mickey Johansson. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, you look like you were about to say something. So, mm -hmm. all right. As you disembark from the carriage, um, Butterfingers starts to get off with Major Armstrong, looking to tie up the carriage. Josiah is sitting patiently in the carriage, and he's assured you that he will not touch anything. Uh, he will just make sure that uh, no ruffians make off with such a, a fine, fine carriage. Yes. As the two of you begin to approach the bakery, the smells are taking you somewhere, Jules. It's partially the reason why it was so peaceful, so comforting. There's almost something vaguely familiar about these smells. Why don't you go ahead and roll me a history check? Three. Three? Excellent. You don't remember a damn thing. <laughs> Good backstory. Hmm. Um, I need to quickly... There's something about this. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> I have to pause for just a brief... As you enter the Rising Ride, um, the smell and the warmth coming out of that biting October air just completely overwhelms all your senses. Um, Mickey, I want you to give me a quick wisdom saving throw. Smart. Let's see. Six. Six. Um, as you step over the threshold, a small smile comes unbidden to your face and although you sense what is coming you do your utmost to try and fight it off before it's too late but the memory still comes completely unbidden a young girl eagerly looking over your shoulder as you open up an oven pulling out a fresh loaf her smile brighter than the flame that is still emanating slightly in the back recesses of it. And she's just looking at the loaf eagerly and looking at you. And you have to hold out one hand. You know it's far too warm. It's often the things that we want the most that present the most danger. How did you know that is exactly what I was <laughs> going to do? Wavelength, I guess. Irish soda brand. 
Hmm. Um, and just as quickly as it has come, it is gone. And every time these moments strike, it's like losing her all over again. So, as you are taking in these scents, um, I want you to give me, uh, are you going to let it wash over your face naturally or are you going to try and restrain this? I think that that four is, you know, I, I think that it, when he gets hit by those feelings, gotcha. he has a lot of trouble hiding them. Understandable. Give me either an insight or a perception check. Definitely perception. 20. 20? Uh, yeah. You open the door, you step through, and you're like, oh, this is nice. And as you're kind of taking it all in next to you, you see that um, Nikki is rooted in his spot. And a, wa- a wave of different emotions finally ending on just abject sorrow. You're right. His face. <laughs> He's just going to laugh. He hasn't really heard her. He like hears, are you all right? And then he just says to her, without looking at her, I just don't want you to burn your tongue. I'm I'm all right. I'm I'm fine. Um. There are no stairs immediately in this first foyer of the uh, of the bakery. Um, that being said, as you approach the front counter, you do see that from the dimensions of how the store appeared outside, you're only standing in maybe the front third of it, and then the other two-thirds of the shop are behind this uh, front desk and behind uh, another swinging door uh, partition. Um, a very heavy-set uh, woman with uh, rosy cheeks and um, uh, tight straw blonde hair uh, done up in a very taut bun. Uh, massive oven mitts uh, compassing all the way up to her forearms basically as she's carrying in five trays loaded with um, various loaves of different shapes and sizes and as she sees you comes in she goes oh welcome dears hum uh, you, you caught me before the lunch rush uh, let me just set these down welcome to the rising rye loves what can I uh, what can I fetch for you I'll take a uh... A loaf of whatever you think your best is. Oh, well, we do have this uh, rising rosemary that has just been injected with just a sprinkle of peppercorn that's supposed to really just pop in your mouth. Yeah, that'll do it, yeah. Excellent. And uh, for you, sir? Um, I'm all right. Maybe something to drink? Uh, certainly, sir. Um, well, we, uh, we, do offer, we do offer some tea, but you honestly look like you could just... Use a brief cup, so, um, maybe I'll, uh... Jezebel! Jezebel! There's that girl. I'll be right back, dears. Um, please, uh, make your, make your way, um, to our sitting area and make yourself comfortable. She says the sitting area. It's literally just two small round tables, uh, with, uh, stools. Uh, clearly this is not a place that you're meant to... Uh, hang out in to consume, but rather a in-and-out sort of experience. Um, she darts into the back room. 
And you hear once again her calling a few more times, Jezebel! Jezebel! Jesse! Where's that girl? <laughs> Comes out a moment later with uh, two cups of tea, and she places it down. Right then, so uh, for the uh, rosemary loaf, and um, I'll just do, uh, we'll just call the tea on us. Um, that will only set you back about four pence, love. All right. Mickey's going to pay for it. Oh. Oh. Well, that's a right gentleman you've gotten there, love. <laughs> <laughs> so I must say, uh, you both appear to be strangers to me. Haven't seen you around the hill. But uh, what brings you to our corner? Oh, just passing through. Oh, excellent. On your way? Yeah. Uh, sorry, I meant on your way to where? <laughs> ah, um, just back into London. Oh, coming back from a holiday then? Yeah. Oh, I'm in need of one myself. But, you know, just hired on to go on some new help, so hopefully, maybe, I'll be able to get away for a day or two. We'll see. Um, if you don't mind, I need to get back to my bread. Uh, if you need anything else, uh, don't hesitate to give me a shout. Um, leave the cops where you are if you, uh, make your way out. Thank you, loves. Uh, I'll be back here again. Jesse! Poor Jesse. Uh, first off, I'm going to just rip <clears throat> off some of that bread and stuff it in my face, because I don't think we've eaten since breakfast. It's true, and it um, is lunchtime, and it is as freaking good as the smell was. It is, it is, <laughs> it, the crust, it has that initial... Um, that crispiness, that crunch that borders on too tough but still just caves to the slightest bit of pressure from your teeth. And then that is when the fluffy middle is... You're making me want some bread right now. It, it flakes off and almost, not melts in your tongue, but it just sits comfortably like a, a semi... Semi-solid cloud of flavor oh just floating on your senses. For the listeners, right I uh, got so hungry because of the description of bread that I am now eating things that are probably picking up in the mic, so I've gotten a blanket so that when I chew, I can muffle. That's quite a mouth. Because the amount of times that we've been recording and Soren will start... I am a stress <laughs> eater. I like you will go for the loudest of well, he ate all the quieter chips, so now I'm stuck <laughs> with the loudest ones. <laughs> like, you couldn't have the bread eaten the loud ones? So, so, basically what happens is, is she goes through the, the doors, and Jules is going to rip off some bread and go after her and that. take a bite, and then oh. <laughs> like, she has to stop for a minute and be like, Oh, this is so good. So then she's gonna go back, and she's just gonna eat her bread standing. And she, I'm trying to eavesdrop because <clears throat> totally. If she can't find her daughter, that's sus. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Sussex. And um, <laughs> you found the link. That's the missing. No, I'm joking. No. Um, that, she just wants to see if it. she can oh, hear her find easy. her daughter. Okay. Um, just so, uh, did I say daughter? Yep. No. I don't know. Her I name don't... Jezebel. Right. Is Jesse. a girl. It is. So I, whoever she's looking for gotcha. is I just female. Wanted, I just wanted to ask if I had said daughter. No. Good. That's good to know. Because um, if it was, it's completely changed the story. Actually, they're lesbian lovers. <laughs> no. Um, so give me a this stealth is vi- check. This is Victorian England. They're roommates. They're all roommates. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm literally just standing there. <laughs> I know. Standing there. Mm-hmm. 
You're a rogue. I don't think you should be worried about your stealth. What is it? It's a 14. Oh, wow. Surprisingly low for you, you but still higher two? than, like... I did! I rolled a two! Wow. Okay, so... <laughs> Literally, with her, you needed to roll a one to fail, so that is good to know. <laughs> I um, mean, if she'd come back in, I'm just standing there eating her exactly. bread, so... Yep, I, I did a poor job. The swinging door, because I assume you meant you were going to the swinging doors to listen in, or were you yeah, just, like, just going to the counter? I'm just standing to the side of Okay, the doors. I'm with you now. Give me, again, give me a perception check, then. That's better, 24. 24? Right. So you hear uh, loud casting <laughs> creaks deeper and deeper into the shop you're doing kind of like a little mental mapping at the moment you say okay so if the first first third is like the actual shop area the way to from the sound of that that sounds like that's in the very back of this of this first floor so that means that the maybe the kitchen's in the far back so what is in this middle area that i'm having to listen through and as you're hearing the ovens just creak open you're hearing uh the proprietor mumbling to herself incessantly going so you bring her on, you put you fight them people, and where are they? They're absolutely late, they're not coming in. If, if she's still asleep up there, so help me, I'm gonna finish. And it's and then you start hearing the of the of her getting close to the swinging doors once again. Okay, so I'm gonna come back over to Mickey. Um, I've definitely eaten all the bread that I'd ripped off, and I'm mm -hmm. going to rip off another chunk and stuff it in my mouth, and I'm just gonna sit with Mickey for a second. Um, while well, he drinks both cups of tea, because I'm certainly not drinking any tea. Um, the tea is not nearly as good as the, as the bread. It's he's, not. It's not. He's not eating any of the bread. Well, so your experience. He can't with, eat it. Yes, understandable. So you're at the table. Yeah. Um, and then I'm gonna say to Mickey, "Look what I'm gonna say. I need to have a look up." Says I'm going to climb up outside. You can stay here, or you can come out. I will, uh... He drinks all the rest of the tea, and he says, I'm coming with you. Okay. Um, so I'm going to case the building ever so slightly and try to find a spot that is not very conspicuous, that uh -huh. I can just sneak up and peek in a window or two. There's, there's, a, there's a tucked alley. Um, it's not uh, a full alleyway. It doesn't. Uh, these buildings are not necessarily bisected from one another. They're really more of a of a larger complex. But this does seem to be some sort of drainage alley. Um, as it, uh, How wide is it? The building? No, no, the alley. Oh, the alley. The alley is probably be about ooh, fifteen feet across. Oh, it's it's a big, it's a big alley. alley. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's so. It's the it's the. Yep. It's the shit canal, is yep. what it is. Oh, um, nice. It's and the Chanel. The Chanel. Kit Chanel. Oh. Chanel by Coco. Yeah. Um, it's uh, probably about 20 to 30 feet deep. Okay. Um, but yes, uh, plenty of windows on okay. both sides for obvious reasons, um, as for those who uh, do not yet have the uh, full scope of indoor plumbing, it is an easy way to... Dispose. Dispose. Um, is this... Which side of the building is this on? The side facing the other building where they're going to go or the building not in question? There are two. There, uh, the bakery sits... It, the bakery's not like the end cap of this complex. It's really more tucked in the middle. So you can go on the left side, which is not near the building where they are, or you can go on the right side, which would be near the building. I'm going to go on the right side then because totally. then mayhaps I can see in both. Great. Awesome. Um, so I'm just going to go in there and I'm going to say, uh, okay, your lookout. Try 
hold the spread and try not to look suspicious. Um, yeah, okay. Um, if you drop the spread, I might kill you. I will not drop it. I'm going to keep it wrapped up in this cloth here because it smells terrible. You know, the ancient Egyptians had plumbing. Right. Oh, the, not the oh yeah, no, that makes more sense. It's the alley, the alley. Yeah, okay. no, he's trying and to protect gonna, the bread from the smell. <laughs> I love it. And then I'm gonna climb up the building and try to peek in some windows. Okay, excellent. Um, so uh, with your uh, roguish abilities, um, going up to the second story is no, is no trial for you. My climbing whatsoever. is the, n- n- super it's, easy. It's your walking speed, if I remember yeah, correctly. It yeah. Is. So you just kind of uh, are walking up and down for a brief moment, just taking into account where all the different footholds are. Some of the brickwork is a little bit lazy, which thankfully works very well for you. And yep, yep. So you basically then just kind of walk it, uh, hooking one foot in on the juncture of the grate, giving yourself a little bit of a lift. Assassin's Creed fingertip muscles coming into play once again as you grip onto the upper sill, making sure that you're waiting for the proprietor to walk by before you hoist yourself up. <laughs> um, and then you uh, go to go to reach into your duster where you know you have uh, a dagger lay, uh, specifically designed to give you a little extra purchase every now and then, and you go, oh, that's right. But you do have other daggers, so yeah. they're not... As well, you you had this one perfectly filed for exactly that kind of purchase, but you're able to just kind of chink before into the next juncture of brick, pulling yourself up once again, and finally you're at the second floor. Um, you're only about maybe uh, roughly ten to fifteen feet off of the off the ground. Okay. We'll we'll say ten. We'll say that you're currently ten feet up. Okay. So I'm just looking in the windows, and okay. I'm looking for this chick to see if there's something weird going on with her. Totally. Um, and mostly just the Sussex manuscript. Great. Is it? Um, fantastic. Go ahead and give me an investigation check. Bummer. The difference between taking in the environment and... No, 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 I know. I mean, I, know. I just... I know. My investigation Your perception is great. significantly higher than your investigation. Ooh, 17. 17? Still not bad at all. Not bad at all. Uh, you're peeking into this first window, and what you're seeing appears to be a hallway. That's not particularly helpful. You see uh, the opening of the stairwell, obviously, and you see uh, a couple doors lining a far wall, and then you see that there's another window about five feet deeper into the alley. Uh, sorry, ten feet deeper into the alley. Okay. So. Dusty. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. slowly pulling your way over. Not slowly because you're going cautiously, but slowly so as not to draw attention. Right. Um, you get to that next cell. Uh, give me another investigation check. Oh, bummer. That's a natural one. Natural one? So that's zero. Oh, no. <laughs> um, you get to the next window, and the curtains are drawn. That's, that's that can't be deal. the bedroom. <laughs> so, there is one more window, another ten feet. Um, or you could try to find maybe some way to jimmy the window open. Um, I'll go to the other window first. Okay. And Good. then I'll come we, back. We know your it. history with jimmies. Jimmies. Uh, <clears throat> as you make your way to the final window, um, the uh, you look back and you see that Mickey is 
just holding this bread cloth, looking out. He doesn't really appear to be that engaged with what's going on around him. He just seems to be kind of far off. Uh, well, if anyone happens to look down the alley, they'll probably see him and not think to look up. Up, so. exactly, yeah. Um, and as you get your way to the final window, give me one more investigation check. I'm thankful you didn't say, oh, bummer. Natural 20. So 19. Very nice. I I would not rob you of your natural 20. Um, Not only is this window partially open, which is very nice, um, meaning it's not locked, uh, you immediately see that this is a bedroom of sorts. Uh, What's more, you see that there's a figure in the bed. Now it's around noontime, so Mm -hmm. that's little peculiar. Judging from the size of the figure in the bed, it would be feminine. From the very dark hair, you'd say that they're probably your age or if not younger. Mm-hmm. And as you peek in or start sniffing in, you're immediately hit by a wave of stench of alcohol. Hmm. Very, very clearly, a, a bottle of whiskey or of some sort had been spilled in there. Uh, and sure enough, with that natural 20, you look over and you see that the form is slightly lifting up and down in breathing motions. And right next to the bed, falling out of the grasp, is a whiskey bottle. Hmm. You have found the missing worker. Mm-hmm. No sign of the book. Uh, no, not an obvious viewing, no. Okay. Um, since it's partially open, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to go ahead and try to go in the room. Great. Go ahead and just give me a, I'll call it a stealth check. Sixteen. Sixteen. She's asleep, so this is disadvantaged. Um, you're in with no problem whatsoever your foot touching down making sure you're doing so on a carpeted part of the surface Mm -hmm. just in case there's a creaky floorboard around you somewhere you're a practice hand at window working Mm -hmm. so um, granted the last time you entered a window of someone that you know wasn't someone that you knew it's been some time Mm -hmm. but uh, you're immediately looking around you see that there's a trunk at the foot of the bed you see that there's a bureau off to the left and then you see that there is a closet Okay. Um, first off, I'm just going to go and look at the girl's face. Mm-hmm. I just want to make sure that she's okay, like just in a drunken sleep. Uh, early teens. Early teens. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. She should not be drinking that. Um, and that's weird. Okay, I'm going to check the <clears throat> chest and the bureau and the closet. Okay. Give me an investigation check all around. Three. Three? Mm-hmm. Okay. You open the chest, and it's, it just seems to be folded up clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of feel under the clothes for a moment, just trying to see if there's any kind of material in there that's not cloth. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Close the chest. You make your way over to the bureau. As you cautiously open each of the drawers, for a brief moment, there's a... Mm-hmm. Okay, and 
slides right out. Empty. First one. Second one. Also empty. Hmm. And you're trying to remember what she said. She had just hired this person, mm-hmm. so clearly they came with whatever effects they had. Mm-hmm. Why don't you roll me one more investigation check for the closet? Ten. Ten? As you approach the door, you slowly pull it open. Clearly, uh, her quarters are also used as baking storage because it is just sacks of flour. Mm-hmm. Which makes you wonder, if they're keeping flour in a closet on the second floor, how much baking supplies must they have in the kitchen below? All in all, it has yielded no Sussex manuscript. Okay. Under the bed? Sure. Give me one more investigation check. Eight. Eight. Uh, no Sussex manuscript. However, what you do see is a smaller, uh, not leather bound, but it's a stiff cover. It appears to be a journal of some sort that has been wrapped up with twine. Hmm. Okay, I want to uh, open that and just read the latest entry. Okay, uh, latest entry uh, says September 30th. Um, I've started again. I'm going to do it right this time. That bottle will no longer have its pull on me. My new life starts today. Okay, that's depressing. Um, okay. Uh, I'm going to get out of there. Okay. We're going to now step away from you momentarily. Okay. All right, Major Armstrong. Me? Yes, you, sir. Oh, okay. Well, oh, I'm sorry. Do you not want to play? <laughs> so, as you see the good doctor and Miss Walker make their way over to the bakery. You you okay there, Mr. Mr. Mickey Johansson? Yicky Sneeze Mo it up, Hansen. baby. Sneeze it up. I'm just very, very sad. <laughs> You're very emotional right now. It has nothing to do with the spicy chips. That... It's the Irish sourdough. It's a, a soda bread. Soda bread. That's what yeah. I meant. It's effervescent. Effer- oh, good word. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> resplendent. Um, Butterfingers looks up at you. He goes, all right, sir. Now, I'm not much of a window worker, but the way I figure is that if I'm keeping a lookout, then you might be able to just gorilla climb your way up in there and we'll be in and out before Bob's your uncle. I could indeed. However, going through the door works just as well. Open the door, walk inside. Why didn't I think of that? <clears throat> follows after you. Uh, you enter uh, what appears to be just a uh, common sitting room. Uh, there is a kind of a segmented cube, wooden cubicle, for lack of better words. It's an innkeeper's booth, basically. Um, there's a whole row of keys behind him of, uh, of a very uh, cast iron sort. Uh, each of the keys are on certain pegs. The pegs are numbered. Um, they're, uh, a quick glance, there appears to be 30 pegs. Mm-hmm. Um, a balding gentleman uh, with uh, half-moon glasses and a, a thick scruff on his chin, but no mustache. Slightly heavier set. He does live right next door to a bakery, so that might be the cause <laughs> You see as he's just kind of ticking at his teeth as he's flipping through um, uh, The Strand, which is a, a more popular magazine that often has uh, 
collection of short stories by local authors, as well as, think of it as the gossip column of Victorian England. You, of course, well, maybe maybe you have a guilty pleasure of it, or maybe you view such things as distracting from the physical form. I, will... I might have a guilty pleasure. <laughs> but uh, I, I will look at it sort of with a little longing to see what's going on. And then <clears throat> I'm going to look at the the keys. Mm-hmm. Um, which room, which keys are not on their pegs? Oh, which keys are not on their pegs? Okay, so on the first floor, on the first one through ten, mm-hmm. um, because there are three stories, mm-hmm. uh, one through ten, uh, it appears that um, six is missing, eight is missing, and nine is missing. On the... Uh, on the uh, 11 through 20, uh, 17 is missing, and 12 is missing. And then finally, on the top floor... I'm sorry, uh, 17 and 19, is that what you said? 17 and 12. Sorry. Totally fine. 17. Yep. And then finally, on the uh, third ring, the third row of it, uh, only uh, 21 is missing. Okay. Um, I'm going to say... Uh, my good sir we are not here to engage in uh, business to rent out a room however we would like to investigate the uh, belongings of I would assume whoever is staying in rooms 12, 17 or 21 uh and as he uh, starts to fold the strand, he goes, Now look here, sir. simple truth of the matter is that my occupants have, oh my god. Um, as he takes <laughs> in... Towering. Towering. You have to, like, incline <clears throat> your head a little bit into the booth so that you're not banging it on the, uh, on the wooden barristers that uh, make up its barriers. Um, Butterfingers below you just kind of pipes up and goes, it's impressive, isn't it? <laughs> and um, the uh, innkeeper um, goes, Hi, um, you said you were needing to inspect the belongings of some of my... Not the intimates, but we are searching for a specific book which has been misplaced. Dear listener, uh, to truly be in character... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Soren, our lovable method actor here, is standing upon his chair. So if he sounds further away, it's because he is. I am much taller. He also uh, took his fingers and sort of pinched them together and waved his hands when he said intimates. I definitely did. Not that intimates. So he's going to say, well, look here, sir. I'll make it a business practice not to take in uh, ex-cons or those suspected suspicious no, no, activity. I, this is nothing uh, of the sort. This isn't a, a police raid of any sort, but we are looking down the location of a, a manuscript. And it's part of a research that a particularly powerful group is interested in. I don't know if I should ask for a persuasion or intimidation. I'm just going to leave it to you, to be perfectly honest. Let's see which one's better. You, you, you I speak think it's usually persuasively, inti- but it's definitely intimidating. I'm you, so intimidating. You are so intimidating. I'm going to do intimidation, and uh, we'll definitely pump a combat superiority into that. 
Yeah, we will. <laughs> okay, so that was an intimidation. Can you please re say what you just did, but in a I'd more say 16. Way? 16? Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's see, I'm just gonna. Just as, I, as, I'm, as I'm saying that, where I say a particularly powerful group, I'm going to like flex particularly <laughs> powerful. It's like, <laughs> like <laughs> the buttons on my jacket. Screen! Just like, powerful group. <laughs> um, he rolled a 13. Good. Uh, and he has plus 7. No, I'm joking. <gasps> um, you don't scare me! No. Um, well, maybe this will <laughs> break his best. No, he uh, just kind of. You see the strain is starting to shake in his hands a little bit. And he goes, Well, I am. Um, I, I do offer a fair amount of confidentiality to my occupants, but I uh, suppose as long as you're not going through their delicates. Um, such a, a, a search uh, would probably indeed be lawful. Right, sir? Yes, indeed. Very well. Um, this here's my skeleton key. Um, should get you through any of the doors. Um, I'm just going to stay down here, then, if that's all right with you, sir. I believe that would be an excellent choice. Yeah, it's probably best you uh, actually stick around, though. You know... Don't want you to go off blabbing or warning any evildoers of our presence. Butterfingers is also trying to flex. Mm -hmm. And this is the first time that the innkeeper has mm -hmm. even taken notice of Butterfingers. He goes, oh, that's why the master didn't see you there. And Butterfingers looks extremely put out by that. And he goes, all right, Major. How old is Butterfingers? Uh, Butterfingers is 12. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's big for his age, but he's next to you. He's a dwarf. Yep. Uh, so as as we uh, um, go, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say to the before we leave, I'm gonna say. I assume you have a master key or a uh, an extra set of keys yeah, he for just gave you a skeleton key. Oh, excellent. Sorry, I forgot. <clears throat> totally fine. So I'm gonna take the skeleton key. Sure, I'll, I'll just give it to you. I'll I want it. more. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna look down at Butterfingers as we go. I'm gonna go. Well done. For a twelve-year-old, you have quite good skills. I, I just want to live it up to your expectations, sir. All they will do is grow. However, you needn't threaten. You just need to merely state the truth with strength. Truth with strength. I'll remember that. So we're gonna go to uh, room twelve because okay. Josiah, no Josiah, Mr. yeah Josiah was like, it's up there somewhere. I was I like, love okay, we're gonna go upstairs. <laughs> so we're gonna go upstairs. Okay. And start looking. You go to number twelve, and you unlock it. I'll I'll uh, unlock it and then knock. <laughs> <laughs> no answer. Open. Unoccupied. Uh, uh. Well, I should say I shouldn't say unoccupied. There are no people in yep. it. Uh, it is a small. It's barely more than a broom closet, to be perfectly honest. Okay. Um, there's a, there is a bed. There's a bureau, and there's a small writing desk at the window. So uh, why don't you go ahead and give me an investigation check? Uh, Butterfingers will help. Okay, just wanted to see what I could do. All right, we're good. Okay, um, I get help. Yep. Love that. Nice. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, uh, 
checking under the bed, opening the drawers. Uh, as you open up one of the drawers, you do see uh, briefs. So you go, oh, at least it's, a, it's clearly a man here. Uh, the writing desk uh, yields nothing except uh, uh, an empty inkwell and a half-written letter. So clearly the gentleman went out for more ink. Um, and as you're standing at the desk, um, you do look out the, the window, and <laughs> across this little alleyway, you see uh, the female form of Jules Walker clinging to the wall on the opposite <laughs> side, peeking in through what appears to be the first of uh, a series of windows. I'm going to uh, look down at Butterfingers and say, the front door works just well, just fine. It's the strong and truthful way to do it, sir. Indeed. It's a little different when it's a bread shop. I know, I know. And, um, and I'm not a cop. <laughs> I mean, Technically, I'm not either. <laughs> but I look like one. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You are the brood squad. Um, <clears throat> cool. Yeah, I, anything else I note here besides just a half-written letter? And, okay, just look. Nope. Under the bed. Nope. All right. Close. And it says, um, Dear Oliver... Uh, I know that I've been late in my payments, uh, but don't worry, I found a new job. Um, fishmongering isn't what it used to be, but I, I'm certain the coal mines will. And then it's, there's no more. P.S. No. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No. Uh, so I'm just going to um, leave 12 and go to 17. Okay. Uh, give me one quick second to call You're good. Some You're stuff. good. 